Welcome to our first ever episode of our brand new podcast, Loaded Balls, where myself and Paul Sammy McGraw will be going through the Down Football League. Since it's our first show, it's really about Division 1, the movers and shakers, and Division 2, our predictions on how we feel the season might go. There's a lot of... Um, seems to be a lot of interest and intrigue about the new, first of all, managers that have come into the league, and secondly, all the top teams fighting for that elusive prize of one Division One champions and two county champions. So, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Paul. Um, Sammy, you're with Restrever now as part of the management setup. Uh, how'd you find it this year? To be honest, John, it's been uh, a real learning curve uh, thus far. We, as you know, we've been training from the middle of uh, November. Yeah, November. So why, why did you decide to go so early for? Um, well, as I say, when, when, you're, when you're working with the, the main man, who would be uh, Pete McGrath. Um, Any relation at all? Uh, far out. <laughs> <laughs> very, very far out. Um, as I say, Pete would be football 24-7, as you know. Um, first of all, he was delighted to have been approached, uh, as was I and the rest of the, the backroom team. And who is part of the, part of the backroom team as such? Um, well, the, the, the Restaurer management team consists obviously of uh, Pete, um, Kieran Mooney, uh, myself, Martin Farrell and uh, Peter McGrath Jr. Is there any more McGraths you can fit on there or is that, is that uh, it? Is just... well, I mean if, if there was any that we could put in the team uh, it would be great. Is Kevin, is Kevin still about? Ke- Kevin's referee and he's, <laughs> he's happy doing what he's doing. I mean if, if, uh, if, the, if the need was to arise this year I'd certainly think about playing. If, uh, and if congratulations to Kevin, you got pair of the year for the, for the Masters. Yeah, uh, big big night up in uh, the Downshire Arms in, in Hilltown. Saturday evening passed where we had... Now there's rumours that uh, Pat Spillane was to be involved in that. Is there any truth in that rumour? Uh, Pat Spillane was unable to attend. Right, right, so right. Was, however, um, we had a very, very, very suitable replacement in the form of the best, best ever corner forward I've ever seen uh, in the form of uh, Mayo Bridges' Mickey Linden. Uh, where he made a fantastic speech. And is is he going to be stepping out for you this year? Or? It would be great to see him. Uh, and is your place under threat if he does? My place? Absolutely not. So, as I say, with regards to the question in hand, um, why did we feel it was necessary to start training middle of November? Um, look, you know, people have this perception of you know, hard training, uh, running hills, running mountains. We basically did an hour on a Tuesday evening, and we did uh, roughly an hour and 20 minutes on a Sunday morning, um, just to get the guys uh, focused, get their heads right, and um now For me, that's an unprecedented move, really, because, you know, as, as such, it's always been pre-season, you start in January, you know, um, after the Christmas period, it's usually the, 
in Australia where we usually trained in February, if you recall. Um, so it was a big, I'm sure, culture shock to some of the boys as well. And it's did the bay end it as such? Yeah, look, I mean, when we met as a management team at the start of November, um, and we all were asked about the, the dates and when we wanted to start, um, it was quite a bit of a shock to the system when, when Pete sort of said that he wanted to start as soon as, um, considering that Restrever's season had sort of petered out um, at the end of September. Uh, end of September, start of October, John, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, you know, we felt possibly it might be a bit early, but however, you know, Pete, Pete had different plans and then the, the players were enthusiastic, the players were keen uh, to get going and, and to, you know, train on a Sunday morning. Thankfully, the weather, we, we, we never really had any sort of uh, inclement mm-hmm. uh, Sunday mornings. We trained over Christmas as well. And um, as I say, then we, like every other club probably in the county, we upped uh, our training levels coming the start of January. Um, personally speaking, do you think um, the training levels or types of training has changed since uh, obviously you played many moons ago? Uh, many moons ago. Look, you know, I can probably relate back to the time Restrever won the championship in 98 and uh, we were lucky to have PJ McGee uh, on tour with us at that them couple of years where we came out of Division 2. A couple of years later we won the, the, the county championship and um, PJ had a great philosophy that everything that we do should never be done with the ball. Um, and as I say, you know, people would be in the same in the same mode. So at the end of all this, you're starting corner four then on, on Thursday night, is it? Um I'd probably be running after the balls. Um, <laughs> when, when, when they go in over the fence and All right. <laughs> you got in trouble for that before, didn't you? Uh, right, Paul, so um Sammy, as I say, you know, we just want to go through the the, the movers and shakers here of of the the down down league, and you know it's an interesting opening weekend with, I suppose, all the derbies. Now I don't know what master computer you know produced all these, but I think it's a great idea to get everybody excited and really enthusiastic about the start of the league. So obviously, you know. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the first game we're going to talk about is the Castlewell Bransford game and their management. So, Castlewell, um, again, Mark Dorn's there and he's brought in a lot of uh, experience with them um, with Frank Dawson as a coach and the great Colin McInerney. Do you think it was a wise move by Mark bringing in such experience and you know, know how? Well, look, I mean, Mark, Mark Dorn's a young and up-and-coming uh, coach. Well, he's um, won, yeah, he's been involved with two two league wins. Yeah, um, and I think, you know, I think Mark's been there three years where, he, where he's overseen um, two uh, league titles uh, come back to uh, St Malachy's 
park. However, last year was a, quite a quite a, uh, a shock to their systems. Where they yeah, I think uh, I was talking to Mark about that uh, last year. Obviously, when it was Dan Patrick manager, and um, I think they lost a few players, and he was trying to blood in a couple of new players that just weren't maybe up to the senior football as such. And it's getting that balance right, isn't it, of experience, you know, when do you bring on the young fellas, you know, 18, 19, coming out of minors. So, you know, it's a, an interesting time for Castlewell to see if they can, you know, get back to the winning ways in the league. Because yeah. certainly they would want that um, league campaign again as such. Yeah. Well, obviously Dawson, you know, is, is, is very experienced. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Frank, Frank's been around the clubs. Um, you know, he's probably got a, a, a golf bag with more clubs in it than, <laughs> than, than, than most pro golfers. Um, but again, as I say, you know, Frank's knowledge of the game um, with, with the teams he's been in, from Kerry Duff to Bally Martin to Plymouth, I'm sure I've missed about... Uh, May Bridge. I'm sure I've missed about another 20 there, yeah. Frank, um, but I'm not to apologise for that. But, um, you know... Mark, Mark's there and I'm sure Mark's going to work on the fitness end of things. Frank will be there for the football and obviously, you know, uh, Colin McInerney would need no introduction uh, for, for the, his football and uh, progress and, and obviously his, uh, his knowledge as well. And they've got an interesting tie to play at home against Bransford. Uh, Bransford are keeping on the same management as last year, Francie McKibben and his backroom team. Bransford are a funny team. You know, um, I always hated playing Bransford. You never knew like who you were going to come up against. You know, what the star players going to play. Who was you know? It seemed to be that they were always championship ready, but maybe you know league sort of you know built that up for championship. What are you expecting from Bransford this year, Sam? Um. Well, as I say, funny. You know, uh, obviously we would take our management team and our star, where we take. Uh, quite a vested interest in our Premier Reserve League team mm-hmm. um, and we played Browns for uh, their Premier Reserve team there a couple of weeks ago and um, you know it's, it's, it's a Brownsford uh, sort of team that we expected to play uh, extremely physical full of running and they play a very good uh, running game uh, as you mentioned earlier John uh, from, from a defence to attack uh, moving the ball rapidly out of out of out of their defence, and um, they did have a, a first sprinkling of uh, what would you say senior players mm-hmm. that day down here. Um, so you know, Francie McKibben, like I mean, I played against Francie. Francie is as tough as they come. If you probably cut Francie open, he would uh, bleed uh, green and gold off off Brainsford. Um so I'd say you know Francie would have them well drilled, as you rightly said. Probably it takes Browns for a while to get going. Um, they did have a they did have a decent run in the championship last year. Yeah, maybe they needed that year just just to you know iron out the problems and obviously um, you know they done the double over than Patrick last year. And I was very impressed with some of the some of the players they have. You know, but we'll we'll, we'll go through the players. Um, at a later stage, but um, we'll just move on to the next game. The, the, we're just concentrating on the managers here at the moment, and it's uh, Restraver and Warren Point. Obviously, you know, um, Pete McGrath needs no introduction. 
Um, it's a while now since he's been um, managing down. If, if um, I'm correct, Bransford maybe. Yes, Bransford, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four so, years, four years for Bransford. Um, a lot of interest there. Obviously, seeing uh, what uh, Pete is going to bring to the table. And one point, uh, Nile McLean in, in again, and um, Ollie Sloan um, and his background team. Uh, you know, Nile has uh, you know done made great strides with one point, and I'm sure this year they're looking to even go one further and really, really challenge at the very top. They felt short at the at the hurdle um, last hurdle uh, last year I think by losing out by one or two points in the league and also running Kaku close in the in the championship so you know I'm sure there's another level of pressure on now this year. Um, you know, we'll put it this way: they they performed against Forever. I, I happened. To, I was fortunate enough. And, and I say fortunate enough because uh, I enjoyed every single match that I seen Warren Point play. Unfortunately, three of them were against Bruce Trevor, uh, where they they overcame us on the three occasions, John. And I mean, I watched them in in Warren Point, uh, where they played Yoku that evening. Um, and you know, I mean, I think whenever he mentions that game, they they, they, they tend to talk about a bit of a skirmish uh, right at the end um, I came out of that game that evening thinking to myself Warren Point are 99.9% near there mm-hmm. and given the way they played they were leading right up to the end they'd squandered a number of chances uh, where maybe some of their players went for goals and maybe points would have been the better option however as you said they, they feel Talking to Warren Point people myself, they left it all behind in uh, Park Elster yeah. the night that Kilcoo turned them mm-hmm. over to the semi final of the championship. So, you know, um, interesting again to see, and obviously now I'll be using the experience of um, his dad, Barney, to, to great effect as well, um, you know, to get Warren Point over the line. So it's an, an interesting um, Pete against against Nalder and his background team. So it'll be interesting to see now. The outcome of that. Um, the next match we're going to be going through is Clonduff and Kilku and their managers. Clonduff, a uh, big appointment made with uh, Mark Hart. And I think Mark uh, did manage in Tully Leash before. He um, also managed in Pomeroy, Pomeroy. in Tyrone mm-hmm. and, uh, and The Rock uh, in, in Pomeroy also. Found that out today actually. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see now Clunduff, um, you know, how, what tactics they bring to it. Is it going to be the Clunduff way of, uh, you know, sort of trying to get it to the forward line as, as quick as possible? Or are they uh, going to be more defensive, maybe as in Trump football? So it'll be interesting to see now what, what uh, way Clunduff are going to be set up. Um, last year, uh, Flattered to deceive, really. It was a they went on a big run, uh, unbeaten run, and then the, sort of the, the wheels came off. Then and maybe that was due to injuries or something they got there. I don't know, but so it'd be interesting to see turned off of all the components there for for to, to make a, a run at this league and championship. So um, it'd be interesting 
as I say, to see how Mark Hart gets on. And obviously, uh, the throne way, can he introduce it into, into Clondoff? Koku, um, obviously, they had great success under uh, Brian and Paul MacGyver. You know, it seems to be that uh, he could take them no further as such. And, you know, Koku have gone and went and got Mickey Moore as manager. Um, you know, Mickey Moore had great success with uh, Slot Neil in recent times, bringing him to an Ulster Championship, and I'm sure that's one of the reasons why Kilku, well, first of all, they have to win back their county championship, um, but, you know, I'm sure that, that it has been, you know, Mickey has been brought in to bring a bit of Ulster success to a very well-oiled machine that is Kilku. The actually won the Ulster League um, a few weeks back so you know there seems to be you know taking the pre-season very seriously um, you know I think everyone knows the, the makeup of Kilku um, when when Kilku take the field um, you know they are a formidable side they are uh, an awesome unit and, and more, more, more importantly than that, you know, they're not a team of 15 individuals. They are a unit. Um, where, you know, and what do you think Mickey will bring to, bring to this Goku team that maybe, you know, was missing from, from uh, Paul's, MacGyver's tenure? Well, I mean, every, everyone's aware that, you know, Goku were going for seven in a row or when, when Byrne turned them over in the championship was it? Was it seven or eight? I, I lost count to be quite honest with you. Um, the question that um, you know you would have been asking about Paul McIver's management was how did Kilku not get a monster title? That, well, that's the thing. Well, because Mickey Moore was with Slot Neil. <laughs> so so Kilku now have, have, uh, have seen the need to take in Mickey Moore and obviously shake Paul McIver's hand and wish him all the best. Um, they now have taken in a guy who has county managerial experience with the likes of uh, Leitrim, with the likes of Derry. He's been there with Donegal. Um, he's coached on... And he's also brought in... Uh, very highly rated coach Conf Gilligan as well mm-hmm. uh, from Derry so it seems to be you know Clondoff are taking in the uh, Tyrone men and Kilku then are taking in the Derry men so it'll be a very interesting um, match to see who the two different styles you know um, but as I said Mickey Moore and, uh, you know with his teams Slot Neil played a lovely brand of football um, I'm sure you were there Sammy whenever we watched them against, uh, I think it was after the Restraver Intermediate Final, when they blew um, the Cavan champions out of the water. Yeah, that's um, true, yeah. You know, and seems to be a lot of attacking from the back and work great. So it'll be interesting to see now how, how that gets on. Mm-hmm. Um, the only team, Down Patrick, they've decided to, to get rid of me. And they replaced me with uh, John Rafferty. Um, John Rafferty, obviously, vastly experienced manager. 
Um, actually was my manager for Strever. Um, he's coming with the knowledge of the Armagh League, the Armagh 21s. Um, bit of down football, St Paul's, uh, the high school, and of course the St Gall's um, All Ireland success. So then Patrick really, you know, decided to go with experience, and they've seen obviously the likes of Mickey Moore and Mark Hart, Pete McGrath coming in. Um, what can we expect from John Rafferty? Do you think, Simon? Well, as you rightly said, John was was here with us in in Restrever for for a couple of years, wasn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, too. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I've met John on numerous occasions. John Rafferty. If, if someone said to me, give me one one word that would describe John Rafferty, um, I would say infectious. John Rafferty's enthusiasm, uh, love for the game is, is boundless. He wakes up, thinks about football, goes to school, obviously, coaches a very successful St Paul's team. Um, you know, so, so John's life is immersed. In, in, in I remember doing the, the 21s to 21s and I'm just wondering if they if the Rampatic boys are doing that and how they you know how well, they're getting well, on that yeah, well there's no there's no two ways about it you know John Rafferty will have um, Down Patrick extremely fit um, extremely uh, well organised so he will however you know uh, chatting with you down down through the this past sort of 12 months um, you know the availability of players uh, seem to be, you know, quite, um, you know, unerring with yourself as regards trying to sort out tactics. You know, trying to know who you had mm-hmm. one week compared to the, the next week, and, and it must be frustrating uh, to be missing sometimes half your team. Yeah, like St. Patrick is a sl- it really is a sleeping giant, and you know it's um, now. Maybe it does. Will take uh, something a bit different. I wouldn't have put um, John Rafferty with them, Patrick. I never would have thought, you know. But you know, maybe this works. You know, maybe that's um, a route that that them, Patrick feel that they need to go to establish themselves as a, as a Division One team. They've only been in Division One now for two years. Um. So you know, this year is a big year and a big statement from them, Patrick. Can they? One, establish themselves in the division, and two, can they push on there? Um, their opponents, Lockin Island, they've got in Jody Gormley. Um, their last manager was uh, Brent Mason, who stepped aside whenever he got Lockin Island up in the division one. He, he's away to Breda as such. So they've got in Breda's manager, who is Jody Gormley. Now, um, there's been a bit of flack about uh, Jody Gormley's style of play recently with the with the Abbey um, coming up with a two one score line. Um, so, what do you think that Lockin Island? Do you think they're going to revert to the type as such and play a defensive game, or do you think Jody will uh, change uh, his philosophy with Lockin Island? Well, the, the first thing I would say about Lockin Island. Um, I think Lock and Island can uh, vary their performances to suit uh, the opposition and also to suit uh, the pitch they're playing in. 
Um, you know, Lock and Island down through the years have always been a very fit uh, and, and, and physical team. And, you know, I make no uh, bones about it that there has been many uh, times, you, you know, you came off the field against Lock and Island and you knew you were in a game. Um, that, not, pitch, not, that pitch as well, you know, it's, it's for Lock and Island, a big, big team, you know, it always... They never let you away with much did they down there either, like, you know? Yeah, it was always tight, yeah. it was always compact, and, um, you know, Lock and Island always seemed to be, like, like every home team, they knew every bump, they knew yeah. every pothole or whatever in the pitch, and it always served them well. So, I mean, for Lock and Island to obviously gain promotion, promotion at, yeah. at, at, a, at a canter last year, I don't think they lost the game. Um, as far as I know, they didn't. Um, you know, they, they have a cracking uh, bunch of players. Obviously, Brandon Mason was there last year, so it's a home club, and uh, it meant an awful lot to Brandon uh, to get them promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said now, with, with, with obviously Jody Garney coming in, people are, are, I'm sure there's talk about what tactics they're going to play, uh, what style, what formations, what way they're going to set up. To be quite honest with you, I don't think Jody Garney is. is uh, anyway, bothered uh, about what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they had a very organised breeder team. Uh, they won yeah. the intermediate championship, and you know it didn't seem to be overly defensive. Um, but I suppose um, it's a, whether a manager decides to cut his cloth with the players he has, or does he have a template then that he works from? So it'll be very interesting to see, you know, um, this weekend what what the two are going with. Um, and each manager is going with mm-hmm. the last game then uh, the new manager's in is Mayor Bridge and uh, Fergal Reel is taking over the reins there um, what can we expect from, from uh, Fergal and, and the bridge this year Sammy do you think and um, you know the bridge obviously great recent history um, do you think they can get back to that sort of winning ways well, look, you know, Mayo Briggs last year, um, you know, I mean, I, I watched them twice, uh, obviously against Restrever, and Restrever turned Mayo Briggs over twice last year. Uh, obviously, once, in, once up at Mayo Briggs and, and, and one down here. Um, to, to say that I was surprised uh, would have been an understatement. Um, because Restrever went into both them games having lost their previous fixtures, um, you know, and when you're when you're going to the next of Neo Bridge, as you already said, Fee have uh, a, a very illustrious. Well, whenever we were playing, you know, it was <coughs> it was the Bridge who were you know dominating down football. So yeah. you know, um, it's uh, I don't actually know much about. Uh, Fergal, but by all reports, the bridge have trained. You know, it's been a tough pre-season, and again, you know, what tactics is he going to bring to the bridge? You know, are they going to get away from the from the defensive side of it that they, they seem to be adopting last year, or you know, is it going to be a more expansive style of football? I suppose you know we'll not find out until until later later date. But you know, um, Fergal's come with a, with a grasp of experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and as I said, you know the the bridge <coughs> will always, um, the lo- the you know they'll always uh, 
take take on board. You know, the oh, they're flair, a quick, yeah, the they're a quick, players, yeah, they're a quick the team. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the, uh, obviously, the, you know, there is. We'll be we talking about some yeah. of the key players uh-huh. there, but but I mean, um, you know, certainly, Mayo Bridge will be uh, not far away mm-hmm. uh, from from uh, you know the, the, the top two, yeah. top three, yeah. and, and and I think uh, that's where they would expect to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the <laughs> last team is Ballyhome then. Uh, Damien McCrink has uh, stopped playing and is in with uh, Justy Lynch. Um, obviously, Barry Holland, uh, Stephen Poacher has, has decided to concentrate more on his Carlo duties. So it's a big ask for Damien now to, to, from, from player to manager. Wouldn't you agree? You know, Damien, Damien should be uh, licking his lips because, I mean... In, 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 in the in the wake of obviously uh, Big Stevie leaving, um, you know there there might have been one or two retirements or or, or whatever with, with. Well, I think with you know Paul. well, well uh, I think Paul Murphy and and Ronan Murda, you know they said last year I think I seen a a post up that they were they were retiring so you know that is you know Damien has a, a rebuilding job as such. Yeah, but I mean. It, 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 can't, it couldn't come at a better time, Faggy, because, I mean, I, I watched uh, Ballyhold in, in, in the minor championship final. Uh, they played a lovely style of football. Yeah, they, well, yeah. They, they, they were a joy to watch. Um, and whoever thought you would have said that about mm-hmm. a Ballyhold team, it yep. been, been a joy to watch. Um, but look, listen, they, they have, uh, again, a great mix of... Uh, youth and experience up there. Um, McCrink obviously was with Stevie last year. Uh, so was Justy. You know, Justy's a a Drumgath man to the backbone, um, and enjoyed considerable success with Drumgath. Um, so I mean, you know, Justy's been with. Yeah, and I might, it's well. certainly a, a good move by uh, Damien. Probably asking Justy to stay on as such. You know, he was there last year, and you know. It's just interesting to see now what way Ballyhound will uh, come out next year. As such, um, you know, obviously the the, the Patrick Ballyhound um, were and Castlewell were in the mix for relegation. So, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see now how they approach the league and how the tactics of each manager. Because that is, you know, the hard thing about new managers coming in. Can they get their ideas across as soon as possible? Well, look, you know, the, the, the way we had a work with Restrever, uh, when we came on board, Restrever, over, over the four years, had uh, obviously, uh, you know, Hollow, uh, better known as Shane Holland, with, with the club for three years, uh, took us out of Division 2, and... Uh, you know the main priority was to stay in Division One, which which we, we managed to achieve. Uh, again, last year Mark Copeland uh, came in and um, you know kept us in Division One. Also, Connor Daly is a big um, saying that as well. Um, yeah, well, Connor was there obviously yeah. the, the, the four So he years. was yeah. So he was uh, there with Shane and yeah. So it seemed to have as was you know, yeah. yeah yeah before he took up the referee. <laughs> you know. But but I mean, look, what I noticed 
especially you know watching Restrever play, uh, the, the the style and the tactics that that Hollow had obviously drilled into the guys mm -hmm. um, was the style that 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 uh, Kobe followed last year. Um, however, Restrever, you know Restrever this year, um, I would be hopeful will play a different brand of football. Um, not going into too much no. now, but but look, listen. As regards your point, um, it is very, very hard to get into the minds. Of yeah, players, like, yes. You know, where you want to eliminate the fist passing across the field, back and forward, because it, it look, it, it might be effective to a certain degree, but look, people show up, they pay their money into watch matches, they want to be excited. But as you said, you know, it's not <laughs> some managers don't care. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, if, if somebody was to go out to the door uh, after a game, you know, go down to one of the pubs or whatever and say, did you ever watch that, that as much rubbish in your life over that last hour? You know, it could be it could be true. Mm -hmm. However, you might have the next guy comes in and say, well, what are you yapping about? Didn't you get two points? Mm -hmm. And maybe given uh, the, the wealth of knowledge that's existing in Division 1 with managers, Maybe now it's all about results rather than performances. Yeah, well, that's that's a good point because you know you look at the managers there, the, the list of names, and it's there is a, a sprinkling of, of youth, but there's you know there's some amount of experience there too, and I think around the country there's a why do you think that down football has you know attracted one. Um, like the like the caliber of Mickey Moore and you know obviously they see the projects ahead. Um, like they're gonna come up with John Rafferty and and Jody Gormley out there and Pete McGrath, Virgil Real, um, Mark Hart. You know it's it's an interesting time to be watching down football. Don't you agree? Um, look, listen, you know we talked about Nan McAleenan. Managed more in point, and, his, and uh, who his father was obviously Barney, uh, well renowned, uh, well respected figure. Uh, you have Mark Hart managing uh, Clinduff, obviously son of uh, Mickey Hart, uh, or yeah, son of Mickey. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm sure Mickey, uh, when he ever has uh, any spare time, I'm sure he's going to come down and, and maybe watch a bit of the Clinduff mm -hmm. matches, and and certainly, uh, you know, I know that he's helped Mark out. Uh, as regards some of Mark's previous uh, roles, um, you know, with with the likes of uh, when he managed Ross Lay, he managed Mark Hart managed Ross Lay to uh, is that Fermanagh? Is it Fermanagh? A Fermanagh mm -hmm. double, a league a league and championship yeah. double, and also as I said earlier, he he been with Palm Roy. So you know, you see John Rafferty coming back to down football. John had a had a spell with um, St Killian's in, in uh, White Cross and uh, again as I said you know if, if, if we had the if, if the, the talent of managers uh, could be turned into the talent <laughs> of players down well, we win all Ireland well, that's a, well, uh, you know maybe this is you know what's needed the, the, obviously these managers are going to be bringing New coaching ideas, new um, ways of training, maybe, and maybe you know, will filter down to the players as well. You know, we don't have that long to talk about uh, the down team at the minute, but you know, um, that's for another podcast. But you know, 
as I say, exciting times for for Down football, especially with the with the caliber of, of manager. Um, so we'll just go on now to, to the actual fixtures and, and a wee bit of talking about you know uh, your predictions and why you think um, how you come to that conclusion of who needs to play well and who's the star players. So the first game up Sunday was. Uh, as I said, they're all local derbies in in, in Division One, Division Two, and Division uh, Three. Three. Yeah. So, you know, it is about um, we're going to be concentrating mostly on Division One here, but we'll also find uh, our predictions for Division Two. We don't want to bore you to death that much, but um, so the Castlewell Bransford game. Um, just first of all, your your. Who's your star players for uh, Castlewell? Can you? Um, um, Castlewell, as I said, I don't know an awful lot about them. Mm-hmm. I, I look. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, this time six months, I will know a hell of well, a lot. Who, 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 who do you fancy? Castlewell um, versus Bransford. Well, look, I watched Castlewell play with Trevor twice last year. Uh-huh. Um, now we've obviously alluded to Castlewell having a poor season last season. Um, one to forget um, and taking on board what we also talked about with Bransford sort of Caswell at home yeah well, Caswell at home uh, Bransford don't really seem to come to the party uh, mm-hmm. to early July sort of thing when, when uh, you know championships sort of that's when Bransford seem to come alive and mm-hmm. um, to me Bransford would just do enough uh, to take over um, I fancy Castlewell uh, at home. Okay. Uh, and, and believe it or not, I think Castlewell will win by five points. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I'm going to go for a draw in this game. And the reason why I don't think there's too much between these two teams, I've been very, last year I was very impressed with Bransford, and I just think um, they're now uh, another year down the road. From wherever um, Francie took over them, uh, you know Castlewell maybe uh, took out of the, the league last year and, and they're back on form for the league again. Um, but I just think that it's such a local derby that I know they all are. But that, you know that this year on um, Castlewell have the organisation, but I just think Bransford. Have a wee bit more height, a wee bit more, um, uh, what can you say, strength about them to to get sneak a sneak a point, um, away from home and start off. So I'm going to go for and draw in the first game. Uh, the next game, Strava against Warren Point. Now, you know, I'm not going to ask ask you. Um, obviously, you'd be hoping for a win. Um, I'd be hoping that. Uh we're starting to give a good account of themselves. Very diplomatic. Um, or there'll be shouts for Pete out if he's there. <laughs> if there's not. Uh, big centenary um, year for, for Strava. So um, Strava at home, tight pitch, um, training by all accounts, been going well. Warm point, I haven't heard too much about them. Uh, I think they're missing a few. That's the word on the street anyway, but as I say, we don't know. I'm going to go for a Strabber win. Um, I'm going to go for two or three points in it to Strabber. 
Well, look, given given uh, as you said, the, 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 the all the local fixtures, I think it's something that the county board have coordinated and they've taken. Well, if not, it's some master computer, isn't it? Yeah. Quite... <laughs> well, maybe it's the same computer that organises the, 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 the county board at all, because I've never won anything. And, but I mean, look, listen, they're all local fixtures. It means that you know, guys can go to their work, families can go to the you know, go to the games. Um, if if we have a decent evening. It'll, it'll provide everyone with, with, with a, a good start to the season mm -hmm. and um, you know as a restorer person first and foremost uh, management uh, cap off um, you know I would love to see Petter Park uh, bursting at the seams it looks fantastic uh, earlier on there with, with uh, the grass cut and lined out and everything else and given that it's on a uh, Thursday, yeah. So the two Cuswell and Cuswell and Bransford and um, Strever, and one point on a Thursday. So again, another added added dimension to it as well. Uh, Mayor Bridge against sorry Ballyhoned versus Mayor Bridge. Um, what do you feel this one, Sonny? Um, Mayor Bridge with with. Uh I know they've played a couple of friendlies uh, and, and have done done quite well in the friendlies. Um, I think I think Mayo Bridge, with the experience that they're taking into the game, um, look. I think Ballyhoned are, are are in a major rebuild at the minute. Uh, we we touched on it earlier. Um, I think Ballyhoned um, could cause some upsets this season. Um, given that they have a very successful uh, minor team that they can uh, draw on and introduce new players. However, um, with Neo Bridge, you have experience, you have uh, you know you have the pace, you have the power of, of the likes of um, uh, Quinn Brady. Um, I believe the goalkeeper Big Barr, uh, Jamie Barr is actually playing in the middle of the field for them. Um, which doesn't surprise me because he was out the field most mm -hmm. most, most games last season. Um, I, I just think Mayo Bridge they had uh, their 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 reserve team and their Premier Reserve team uh, extremely successful last year as well. Um, where they were all training as a as a as a unit mm -hmm. and they've played plenty of football um, thus far. Something just tells me that uh, Mayo Bridge will get over the line. And I think they'll get over the line by four points tomorrow night. Yeah, well, you know, Mayor Bridge actually done the double over um Made and Public team last year. So um and a player that I've always uh and he's actually called up in the county this year is um Ram Brady. Uh, goes in from that right half back position and drives Mayor Bridge on and you know uh Ballyhoned will have to be aware of him coasting up that, that right hand side uh, Ballyhoned again you know um, we just don't know is it going to be you know what what style of play they're going to are they going to contain and then look to the blitz teams um, or is it going to be uh, a new style of, of play but uh, I'm the same boat I think Merbridge and I think Merbridge by uh, five or six as well and the next one is they come off or home and they are welcoming uh, Mickey Moore led Kilcoo. Uh, 
you know, Clondoff, I just, I've, I, Clondoff for me, are, they've, they've got everything that they really need. They've uh, tough tackers at the back, you know, they've got an experienced midfield and they've got, you know, forwards that really can, can do the damage. You know, you've got the likes of Paul Lively there at the back, who's like a tight marker, but, you know, uh, knows uh, when the attack, loves love joining the attack. They've got, you know, obviously um, the cars in, in, in midfield. Um, we just don't know um, Aiden if he plays centre half back or midfield, but you know that experience alone. And then you've got the forward line um, of you know Arthur, and uh, I think as a smashing player is is Paddy O'Hagan. Um, you know I really feel if he can keep going for and you know stay away from injuries, I think you know he can provide Cutland off with a a real go with this this league. Um, obviously Darren O'Hagan, you know, still the driving force um from the back. So you know, Clondoff, I'm sure, um, will be more than looking for this game against against the Kilku. Kilku for me, you know, you've got the Brannigans who, um, probably one of the most um underrated players in the county is Aaron Brannigan. You know, that the man's energy is is frightening. You know, you see him firsthand up and down the pitch, up and down the pitch. Um, and then you've got the likes, you know, of the star star forwards like Devlin, uh, Conor Lavery still pulling the strings from them up front, and you know, Kilku have so many options. Just it's 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 frightening really. Um, for this one though, I just think that Kilku might have just a wee bit too much for Clondoff, and I'm gonna go for Kilku by five. I I will I will agree that uh, Kilku uh, should prove uh, too good for Glendorf uh, tomorrow evening. Um, given uh, Kilku's preparations when an Ulster League without their county players, um, you know obviously the other teams were, were probably in the same boat. Uh, but I mean you know you just look at the the availability of the Kilku players you think to yourself, my God, if they were to click on any one mm-hmm. given night, um, they could destroy a team. Um, uh, look, Restrever, we drew with him here last year uh, in what was a, a, a fantastic game of football, a really brilliant game of football. I think it was 3-9 th- to one fifteen or something at the end. It was a draw. Um, however, we were totally cut to shreds in uh, Owen Road Park uh, four months later where we were totally and utterly uh, destroyed. Yes, there, it's, you know, it's the overall uh, transition from defence to attack and when to attack and when to make that run, you know, that's 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 very impressive um, for Kilku, like if the likes of uh, Dobbs running it through, you've got forwards. So who are you going for the Clondoff Kilcoy then, Sonny? What's the prediction? Look, um, it'll be a tight match. Um, it'll be. I actually remember watching uh, Kilcoy and Clondoff a couple of years ago up in uh, St Patrick's Park, and it was a real hard-hitting, fast-flowing, um, 
a really tight affair. However, um, you know, I think Kilku will. I think they want to send out a, a statement tomorrow night saying that, yeah, you know, we mean business this year. Um, I don't think there'll be much in it, Fergie. To be honest, I think Clonduff uh, on their on their on any given day can put it up. The teams, I just think sometimes Clonduff maybe maybe they don't have enough confidence in themselves, which, you know, given their success uh, at underage level, um, you know, they, they should be bursting with confidence. Um, it's going to be interesting uh, to see what sort of styles of play both teams um, uh, turn out, but uh, if I'm putting my prediction hat on here, I'm going to go for Kilku and I'm going to go for a two-point victory to Kilku. Oh, so lucky. <coughs> We'll get Lucky Moore will get one over Mark Hart then. And uh, Dari will triumph over Tyrone. Uh-huh. Very good. Um, the last game of Division 1 then is Down Patrick are entertaining Lockin Island. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first this one. How do you. How do you okay, um, look, Down Patrick at home. Uh, Big pitch. Um, you no, know, they're not. They're playing on the small pitch. The 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 big ones getting refurbed right. as such. So well, it's, when, it's on the it's on when, the wee pitch. Whenever I played against St. Patrick, uh, the pitches seem to get a lot bigger <laughs> uh, and a lot longer, especially towards the end of my yeah, playing it's, career. Yeah, it's, it's a monster. Um, look, St. Um, Patrick will be full of running. They'll be full of enthusiasm. Um, I think Down Patrick will 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 sort of feed off the enthusiasm that uh, only John Rafferty can can give. However, sometimes now Down Patrick have been hit by a couple of suspensions carried out from from last year's match. Yeah. Um, so you know. Well, look, I I personally think sometimes enthusiasm uh, isn't enough. Um. I think Lachlan Island, on the back of their uh, displays in Division 2 last year, um, they're up, they will want to stay up, um, and they will want to uh, sort of, you know, uh, put a put a foothold uh, in Division 1. Um, probably the pitch, given the size of it, will, will not suit Lachlan Island, however, um, I think the way that uh, Jody Gormley will possibly have uh, Lock and Island set up, um, they, they will be flexible when it comes to uh, their, their, their style of play, whether it is uh, an all defensive setup that, that, uh, that Gormley will introduce remains to be seen. However, you know, Lock and Island racked up massive scores in Division 2 last year. Um, they, they won at a canter in a lot of matches. Um, some of the games were, were uh, from what I heard, were, were, were over at half time. So look, um, given Down Patrick's uh, great escape last season, um, taking into account, as you've already mentioned, Figgy, some of the suspensions. Um, of three doggedy away, it's big, a big blow yeah. as, as well. And obviously, Damien Turley still, still away. Yeah. You know, it is. Then Patrick can't do without the likes of uh, 
you know, George Brannigan suspended, um, Jerry Collins suspended. So, no, no, I can understand where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah. Well, look, when I think of when I think of um, Dan Patrick in, in, in my time playing, um, you know, that wasn't yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't there yesterday. No. <laughs> but I mean, you knew you knew who you were coming up against. You were coming up against the likes of the Three Dagens. You were coming up against the likes of uh, Barry Breen, Jeffrey Breen. You know, uh, Eddie Robinson, uh, Paul Evans, Paul Moore, uh, Carl Oates was a fantastic player. TP and, and, and goals scared the living. Well, uh, unfortunately, they can't play. Sadly, no, no, so. I, I, no, I'm not aware of that. Um, however, I don't think there's an awful lot jump out uh, out of the page at me as regards Dan Patrick. Um, well, the only thing that uh, Peter Turley's you know, obviously left the retired from the county this year and you know, it is gonna be some battle of him and Dan Lockhorns as such yeah. in the in the midfield area. So, you know, that's for me is where the game's gonna be won or lost, really. You know, um can Dan Patrick get the ball up to the forward line before locking in and set up, really. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um if it had to be on the big pitch you know, defensive football wouldn't have wouldn't have suited. But as it's on a smaller pitch, you know, I fear for him, Patrick, and that's what I'm I must say. Well, look, um, I'm gonna again. It's it's a to me it's it's gonna be an away win. It's gonna be uh, an away win for Lock and Ireland, and I'm gonna go with Lock and Ireland with four points to spare. Very good, very good. Um, well, that concludes the. Uh, the first division. Um, now, obviously, we'll, we'll fire through the, the second division just just with time against us here. Um, again, it's it's uh, derby days, and you know the first one up, Breda against Carried Off. Now, I was being very very impressed. Obviously, Carried Off have been uh, flying with the under twenty ones. I know we got a few players in from other clubs for that, but still, there's the majority of Carried Off players. So. I think this year could be uh, one to remember for Cardiff and um, I think you know they should have enough to overcome Breda by three, four, even five points. Um gonna gonna disagree with you on that one big guy. Um, I, I think both teams will want to start off with a win, obviously. Uh, it's 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 a big uh, what would you call it, Belfast Derby. Um, Division two Again, set up differently this year. There's only one team going to be promoted, um, which was obviously the same as last year. Um, with three teams being defeated, or sorry, relegated. Um, Breda will have uh, Bundy in charge. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Bundy uh, likes to play attacking football. Well, they play, as you alluded earlier, you know, Logan in did play a, a lovely brand of football last year. So, certainly, if, if Breda can, you know, replicate that, you know, there could be a force, but. Um. Well, the, the the way I'm going to look at it, um, you know, Kerry Duff, uh, you know, weren't too far away last year, uh, successful under under twenty one side uh, to pull players from, you know, they'll they'll be there or thereabouts again. Um, I can't see a winner out of both of them, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for. I'm going to go for a, for a high scoring draw. High scoring draw, there you are. At Chaiville, I believe, is it? Yeah, it's, yep. it's, 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 it's yep. kind of Rita, so, yep. Uh, yep, I'm going to go for a, a, a very entertaining 
considering high scoring draw. And who's the the next one? Is it Saul at home? Yeah, entertaining Dara Cross again. Saul versus Dara Cross. Dara uh, Saul came up from from Division Three. Um, you know they have a couple of county players, uh, senior under twenty uh, under twenties. Uh, Pierce Lavery uh, playing good stuff. Uh, I'm sure you, he's coming your radar. Yes, uh, very athletic. You know, um, talented, talented lad actually. Um, Aussie rules trials as well, and, and by all accounts, he's, he's a dedicated trainer. And you know, Saul management are, are delighted with him. You know, um, it's a hard one to call Saul against Star Cross. Star Cross established now. You know, they are really are established second division team. But I just think Saul, with that extra just bit of, you know, coming into the division. I fancy Saul for this. You fancy Saul. Um, I know a wee bit about Dara Cross having played with the Down Masters this year, or sorry, last year. Um, a good friend from, from the Down Masters, Tom McMahon, uh, managed uh, Dara Cross last year. I know they were uh, extremely close in the Intermediate Championship. They fancied themselves uh, the whole way. They, they sort of fell short in the, in the, in the semi-final stage, I think it was to to Leitrim. It was, yeah. Uh, to our good Your friend. Mourinho. Our, our good friend, uh, Gary Farr. Um, look, <sighs> Dara Cross to me, haven't been there, uh, and as you said, John, they're, they're an established uh, Division 2 team. Who will cause upsets and who will be there thereabouts? I fancy Dara Cross uh, to, to get over the line. Okay. Um, the next one then is... The Glen Tullyleach Glen, is it? Tullyleach. Tullyleach at home. Yeah, Tullyleach at home versus Glen, yeah. I know Glen, you know, the the Millers are are away and now um, the Porn's away also. So, you know, it is a depleted Glen Glen side. um, Tullyleach, you know, staying in the division, you know, getting another crack at it. This one... uh, Depends what way Glen. We did Patrick played Glen last year and they played a, a very defensive style of football. But then again, they had the Millers, um, who were extremely uh, talented carrying the ball out, and you know um, suited their their lineup. Um, I will go for Glen, but just one or two points on the Glen. Um, well, look as I say, Tully Lish survived by the skin of their teeth last year. Um, look, I'll be honest, I don't know an awful lot about Tully Lish. Uh, however, Glenn haven't been in Division 1 two seasons ago. Uh, you know, we're, we're probably say very unfortunate to, to, to get relegated uh, two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. They, I think they were there or thereabouts for, for, for a while. Last season in Division Two, however, you know as you've alluded to there, Fagy, the McParland uh, going, the two Millers going, uh, that, that's three big players, mm-hmm. three big big players yeah. uh, off, off off. You know, a Division One team couldn't, you know, re- yeah. replace that. So that's you know. Yeah, but but again, um, given uh, the start of the season, um, the. The, the Derby rivalry, I, I think it'll be uh, a Glen victory. I know you said Glen will just scrape over the line. I think Glen should 
get over the line by seven points. Okay, so big win for Glenn, you feel? Yeah. Okay, the next one. Next one is uh, another derby game. It's Leitrim versus St John's. Leitrim versus St John's. Fontenoy Park. Um, now, um, Leitrim obviously uh, Husky had to step down for for medical reasons, um, and you know uh, handed the reins over to to Potter uh, Hines, who was his uh, number two for um, a couple of years or that he was in charge. So Leitrim coming off the back of uh, intermediate championship defeat. Um, maybe, you know, a uh, couple of players um, not coming, making themselves available such as yet. Um, I believe Liam Doyle, you know, uh, and a couple of other experienced players mightn't be available. So it's just interesting to see now St John's with their management team of Francie Poland, um, Marty Clark, and of course, uh, I think Stephen Poacher as well has been involved somewhat in St John's. So St John's are, you know, banking on you know this coaching management team to to really not only establish themselves in Division Two, but you know have a right go at it. Uh, I fancy St John's for this. And I would have to say St John's by six or seven myself. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I know. Nick Max pulled the hamstring. That's oh, that's Nick Max gone. That's a bad blow. <laughs> Look, listen, uh, Lincoln to me always were uh, in, in my day were a formidable, uh, hard hitting. Um, There's some super footballer under under twenties. Uh, some super footballers there. You know, coming through as well, yeah. Leitrim, yeah. You know, I, I sometimes think Leitrim, given their involvement in, in, in the hurling, um, you know, some of their players uh, maybe couldn't commit, uh, maybe they put more into hurling than they did football. But look, I know Leitrim have big plans. You see their facilities now, uh, they have a new pitch, um, handball arena. I think Leitrim now have, have three pitches. Um, they, they are a club that have uh, uh, big plans um, whether their their plans off the field uh, can be matched with uh, their, their aspirations on the field remains to be seen mm-hmm. however when Leighton do go out and play a bit of football uh, and they, they, they express themselves as in the you know the, the, the championship final last yeah. year um, and, and bearing in mind Yes, they, they fell short last year, narrowly, but uh, obviously against Breda. Yeah, but uh, Pierce Oak, I think, I think Pierce Oak's out for the season this year, you know, and you know, right. he's, a, he's a talisman for them, yeah. really, you know. But, so. but you have to remember as well, the previous year, where Strever uh, scraped past them, yep. um, having been defeated by Leithram in the round robin sort of thing uh, two years ago, where Strever obviously overturned them. Uh, two years when 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 Rostero were intermediate champions, I, I I really think look listen, Rostero played St John's at the, at the start of the year. It was our first game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Martin Clark is is there. Um, look, he's not there for 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 a good time or or, or for uh, the crack. Martin Clark's there because he wants to be successful. 
Um, his brother John would be uh, obviously one of the, the mainstays uh, within, the, within the team. But I, I can't see, I can see St John's staying up, I can see St John's winning uh, a lot more games than they lose. But tomorrow evening um, in Fontenay Park, uh, it's, it's got to be Leitrim uh, by three points. So that's, that's, that's so going against you. That is, it is, yeah. 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 We're, we're not agreeing on too much. No. Uh, so the last one. It's a bit like Ben Murray, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah. no. Uh, Saville against uh, Enrique. Is Saville at home? Saville are at home, yeah. No, Saville at home. Um, Saville obviously, uh, Division 1 struggled a bit in Division 1. Um, but they seem to have you know, forwards, like Pat Haven there had a great championship last year, you know, and I think with um, going into Division 2, you know, he's going to be buoyed by a lot of confidence, especially being called up for down in that, um, same as Daniel McCarthy. Um, and Rick, you know, same as his game, and Rick, what and Rick team are you going to have? Are you going to have, you know, their strongest 15? Is it going to be um, you know they're going to have a couple of injuries again like they were decimated by injuries last year um, you actually played them last year then Patrick played right? them in the, in the relegation yeah, yeah. yeah you know um, they fought hard you know they came back at us um, but you know I just fancy Salvo for this uh, I think you know it was actually the first that was the first game I think of their season last year was um Saville against Enrique and, and Enrique won that. But um, I just think Saville, you know, might just have enough for, for Enrique and I would go for Saville by um, one or two points. Well, looking at it, you know, both teams were relegated last year. Um, obviously, you know, Saville went down to me without a whimper, which was, was surprising. Um, because you know Saville have facilities up there second to none they have a big big pitch a massive pitch now whether that, that pitch suits their style of play or not um, having, having a pitch that says they, they should be uh, working uh, some sort of style of play to suit the, to suit the field mm-hmm. um, look we're still playing both these teams in, 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 in pre-season friendlies uh, earlier earlier this, this, this year um, albeit we lined out two totally different teams uh, either half mm-hmm. against, against both 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 outfits um, Saville as you rightly said Figgy the, the likes of Pat Hebron, um who will uh, enjoy himself immensely mm-hmm. uh, this year um, but again you know Hebron line out at full forward uh, it's no good having a, your best player or your best forward if, if the ball isn't coming in yeah, maybe yeah. first time or or not coming in at all sometimes. Um, Danny Danny Hughes, as we all know, Danny's back for another year. Um, Danny uh, is, is is still full of energy. Is still full of fitness. Um, a lot will depend on on, on him staying that way, mm-hmm. staying sharp. And uh, you know when when you have the likes of Danny Hughes, who's 36, 37, uh, busting the gut uh, to get up and down the field, 
uh, that will drive um, the players around them. The likes of Big McCarthy, middle of the field, uh, Danny's brother, I think Johnny's Johnny's back. Right, right, okay, yeah. You know, um, now Saville have played a lot of friendlies this year. They, they went down and uh, played some goals. Uh, so, you know, they haven't been afraid to go down yeah. and take on uh, teams above them. Mm-hmm. Um, some goals give them a, a, a lesson. But again, some goals give Castle Van a lesson this year. Also, they give Neil Bridge a lesson this year. So, um, I, I, I just think I'm wrecked have lost players, they haven't replaced them with with play, you know the, the the talent that they've obviously mm-hmm. dropped out. Um, from what I heard maybe Brendan McVeigh is back in, in, in between the sticks for them. That that's fantastic to see Brendan mm-hmm. McVeigh uh, well even learn learning from, from yeah. Brendan, you know, reading the up and coming. Yeah, um, you know and, and, and yeah. look um you know I think it's Darren and Gavin Quinn that are at the at the helm with, right. with Saddle. Um, replacing, I think Sean Ward was there last year. Right, yeah. Um, you know, and Rake again have a local local guy with uh, Declan O'Reilly. Is um, Declan second year? I think as yeah, well, isn't it? You know, so so like I mean, look, these two teams here will be wanting uh, certainly to be in the mix come the come the end of the season. Yeah. You know, like they don't want to be playing Division Two football, um, given the the. the you know some of the players that they have, mm-hmm. given the the what would you say the their their club, the the, the people the the development, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and also their facilities, which are second to none. Um, Saville by three points. Saville. Oh, so we agree on that one. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, right. So that's our division one, division two. Sorry, we don't have time for division three, but we will get to division three throughout the year because. Um, as I say, we're going to be covering uh, you know, three and four. Um, once we know, just uh, once we get a few correspondence from each. Yeah. Um, but the the one that jumps out, um, Sammy would be the the Moran Derby as such. It would be Gras Drummond versus Barry Martin. Yeah. Um, you know, two very proud teams. Um, Barry Martin, of course, going down last year. Strumming, uh, you know, looking to take a scalp. Um, I would have to fancy uh, Barry Martin from that, but I'm sure the Harrisons would uh, have a big say otherwise. But um, you know, by all accounts, Barry Martin training well, and you know, they might have a few players back again. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would fancy Barry Martin for for that. Yeah, well, that's the standout fixture for yeah. in in, uh, in Division Three. You know. Um, if Bally Martin aren't promoted, I think they'd be extremely disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I mean, yeah, in, in Division Three, you also have the likes of Shamrocks, who will will who, who, who yep. definitely are uh, playing below. To me, as far as I'm concerned, uh, below their, their standard, um, they'll be there thereabouts. Um, it is a competitive league. Like yeah. you look at Clan Abana as well, you know. Um, Relegated last year, only you know, won one match. Um, Liam Devlin back for the county, and you know, uh, yeah, you know, you know Addy so. Call. Um, as far as I know, Addy Call along, uh, you know, under Paddy Hardy, uh, have uh, serious plans of, of launching. Yep, a good minor team coming yep. through there as well. Yep, uh, so you know, yep. attack on Division Three. Mm-hmm. So look, to me, it, it's it's 
it's going to be very competitive in, 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 in the divisions we've talked mm-hmm. about. Um, you know, um, obviously the the team that we didn't mention, Division One, is obviously the free week because there's eleven teams and it's and it's Burn who will get an overview of you know what's ahead of them. You know, Burn done a double last year, so like their their wealth of talent and their squad depth is is probably second to none in the county. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, you're, you're you know, it depends whether Burn are. are Going full tilt for the league, or are they gradually building them for championship? You know, obviously with the prospect of, of um, looking probably at the at Kilku with their their management change and you know what they're about. So, be interested to see now how how Burn approached this league campaign. Yeah, look again, Burn under uh, Stephen McDonald and, and obviously Paddy O'Rourke. Uh, you know, if you're going to look up to to uh, you know, anyone, the likes of Paddy O'Rourke, uh, takes no introduction. No. Um, nor Stevie McDonald either, you know. And I mean... And they, un- they unearthed a few, you know, uh, players from last year as well. So it'll be interesting to see if this year they, they, they do the same, you know. They unearthed um, a couple, of, I think they took a few from one point. Why Look, listen... <laughs> Born, born are going to be there, thereabouts. Um, I, I can see them and Kilku, obviously. But, uh, well, they'll be the hot, the hot, the hot fans. Yeah. You know, Warren Point. Um, if if they get their uh, house in order um, and, and maybe get a full complement of players back, can can be up there. Um, certainly, Clinduff. Um, on their day can, can overturn anything. Well, I fancy, uh, I must say, well, uh, I do fancy uh, kind of this year to, to throw a spanner in the works. So, yeah. there you go. Um, the second division, the team I didn't uh, mention was, of course, Longstone. They don't have a fixture this week, so um, they were very unlucky last year that there was only one team going up. Mm-hmm. And the they were in the league with the inform Lockin Island. Uh, Stone, like you know, the likes of Ambrose, Mark Poland, Connor Poland, Michael Ireland. You know, when they have when they're on form, you know, they are a very formidable team, uh, and you know they must be thinking of of automatic promotion this year. Yeah, look, um, with the likes of Poli, uh taking taking a, a step back from the county. To focus uh, with whatever how many years he's left to give it the, 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 the full tilt to to Longstone um, you know Mark Poland Ambrose uh, Connor Poland uh, you know and I'm sure there's look uh, I'm sure there's burdens floating about there there's there's Hawkins uh, in in that mix as well <laughs> because you, that that was your Longstone team that you always would have faced. Uh, Rogers, Poland, Burdens, Trainers. Um, look, Longstone again see themselves as a Division One outfit. Um, as you said, they, 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 they fell short last year um, to a very skillful, uh, well drilled, uh, locking anything. So, you know, Long, Longstone will look upon themselves as, as you know, being, being hopefully there or thereabouts. 
uh, coming in the season also. Yeah, and it's uh, I would tip my that would be my tip for for automatic promotion would be Longstone um, getting over the line this one. Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll actually agree with you. Go maybe on. follow closely by maybe um, uh, Salvador of the Kingdom. Right. Um, okay. So I suppose it's only one more thing to talk about is just who do you think will be struggling um, never a nice thing to, to contemplate but you know there is going to be I think it's the same format two automatically uh, one automatically goes down and then the bottom uh, three and uh, bottom two and three play off again would that be right? yeah yeah um, obviously it was uh, you know Savile went down last year, followed by um, Unraked in a play, in a playoff with uh, Dan Patrick. Who do you think will be the in danger this year? Um, look, there's there's that that's a tight division. It's a to me, it's a very tight division. It, has, it is for you know it, that's the. It has been in, in years, I think, it, you know, it, it really is. is. And, and uh, you know, I think uh, on any given day, mm-hmm. any team yeah. is capable of, of, you know, of beating any other team yeah. in that division. Um, you know, I, I think back to our, our own club, or Stavar, uh, you know, securing a, a, a draw against Kilku up here last year. Um, beating Mayo Bridge in Mayo Bridge. Um, well, you're lucky you got that draw against Ballyholm, but less said about that, the better. Yes, um, we drew away to Ballyholm, um, we beat Castlewell and in Castlewell. So, I mean, we, we picked up, we still picked up points under Mark Copeland last year that um, they maybe didn't expect mm-hmm. to. Now, look, listen, um, we're still this year, we, we, would be, we would be confident that we will be, um, let's put it this way, above. Right, so name your three then. Who's. who's um, I, go on, look, your... Listen, I think uh, Ballyholland. Okay. Uh, will, will, depending on how quickly some of their minor players mm-hmm. integrate into uh, the system that, that's going to be uh, implemented. Um, I, I honestly think a Ballyholland play a bit of football. And go for games, you know the likes of Tieran and Rush. Some of the yeah. some of the young lads good, yeah. um, can express themselves. Yeah. You know, Ballyhoned have, have talented players. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't under no dis, no disrespect to Stephen Coach, but maybe they just were told this is what we want you to do. Don't you worry about doing anything mm-hmm. else. Um, so be interesting. I, I, so. I think Ballyhoned are are, are are going to be there or thereabouts. Um, Lock and Island, depending on the start that they get. Okay. Um, again, there's other things filtered into this, John, with regards how far, uh, you know. But obviously, we don't have a crystal ball to see. Yeah. But I'm just uh, for first impressions. Just yeah. you know. Um, again, it depends on maybe how far uh, down go, be it in the Ulster Championship or in the All Ireland qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how many games that the county players. Uh, are going to be involved in, are, are going to be about yeah. playing. That, that that's going to be a, a determining factor as well. Um, maybe with the likes of Dan Patrick, uh, who you know that 
uh, would have a, a, a first sprinkling mm -hmm. players with the county. Um, I think Bally Holland, I think Dan Patrick, um, and depending on the start that they get, and maybe depending on the, on the style of football that they play, Lock and Island mm -hmm. uh, could be there thereabouts. And, uh, you know, Castle and Brainsford. Um, I don't think it's, it's, not know, a, it's not easy, no, but, uh, I could, you know. I could get Lynch one yeah. or something, but, but listen, there are my three teams. Yeah. Um, you know, again, as you rightly said, Castle Island. Well, I think, that, I think this year it's going to be, uh, you know, half and half. I really do. I think it's going to be, you know, you've got your likes of, um, I want to say, Kilku, Burn. Um, one point, uh, Clondalf. You know that's that would be my top four, and the rest I think are are battling it out. I really do, and that's that's just being honest. Um, I think it, it could be any of the other ones that are that are brought down into that bottom three because you even seen from last year how many player or how many teams finished on twenty points. You know, and it was only score difference that got uh, Patrick into the. We were actually seven points ahead of Unrate. So there really is, I think there's a wee mini league going to uh, open up between uh, the top four and the rest. And it's just all about, as you say, injuries, uh, refereeing decisions, um, you know, county call-ups and all that. So as I say, very, very intriguing year this year. And, you know, that's one of the main reasons why we're doing this podcast, because... One, you know, it, it's, it's great to see, you know, as I said, the, the wealth of, of managing talent and, and not only that, the players that are coming through as well now. So, you know, um, if, if you liked our, our, our podcast and, you know, you're interested and you, and you want to get involved, we are looking for a third wheel. Come along, um, send me a message, let me know, um, get involved. Uh, also, the the episode will be downloaded uh, on the Twitter, and you know, well uh, after I edit Sammy out for a bit. Yeah. They also um, we will be doing it once a week, where we'll be going through um, our predictions and what what happened the week before. Obviously, uh, we can't be at every game, so we are looking for followers to be our roving reporters. So, so even if you want to get involved that way, you know, send me a message. Let me know you're going to the game. You can do a, a wee report for us, and you know, we can get you involved that way. But as I say, folks, um, that's uh, our podcast, our first ever episode. And as I said, the podcast is loaded balls, and I'm sure by the end of it, you've. You've said that that's there's no true word spoke, um, but uh, that's us over and out. Uh, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from me. Thank you very much. Good Talk night. Later. Good night. Bye 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 b